everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Stag Sports Wrap Podcast. This is our season one finale of this podcast that we've been doing basically since the start of March or so. I'm JJ Duke, and uh, we had to go down into the depth chart, but we do have strength in numbers. First, it has to be mentioned that Drew Kingsley is not here with me, but it's for all the right reasons, as he and his wife Sarah have welcomed in a beautiful baby girl on Tuesday morning. So a big congratulations to the Kingsley family. He's currently busy and might be tied up for the next few months or so. So we had to go into options and we do have great options. And I'm joined uh, today by Fairfield University Deputy Director of Athletics and someone that I've enjoyed bantering off camera or off a microphone. And now we get him on a microphone. That's Zach Dayton. And for Zach, you're tired because you just flew back in from Austin for the regional, but we appreciate you taking some time to join me today. Not a problem, JJ. Happy to help out. Uh, big shoes to fill and uh, congratulations to the Kingsleys. That is awesome. So thrilled for them. That it is. Um, but you've had some pretty thrilling moments over the last seven days or so. That's combining, uh, obviously, work in the NCAA lacrosse tournament up in Hartford, then finding out that Fairfield is going to a NCAA regional for baseball, getting on a plane to Austin, getting to watch Fairfield win a couple of games down in Austin, getting to see a great atmosphere in Texas, then coming back home. Um, for those that are wondering, yes, this show is going to be entirely about Fairfield baseball's performance down in that regional, but uh, we're not really going to do a lot of kind of the nuts and bolts. We're just going to kind of look at the big moments. For those that don't know what happened, Fairfield went two and two, uh, lost their opener at Arizona State seven six in a walk off. Fairfield earned then the program's first ever NCAA regional win on Saturday with a victory over the SWAC tournament champion Southern University by a score of six two. Then on Sunday, beat Arizona State in elimination game nine seven. Uh, first ever, what I believe, first ever win against a Pac-12 team in baseball for Fairfield history. So that's also another good shout. And then the Stags got to the regional final, the second team in MAC history in under the current format to get to a regional final before bowing out to the tournament's overall number two seed in Texas by a score of 12 to two. But Zach, you were there uh, for a lot of us, including myself, who were not on site for this. What was those four days like in Austin? Well, JJ, it was an incredible trip. Um, couldn't be more proud of our student athletes and coaches, our baseball program. Uh, they represented first the Fairfield University in a first-class manner, and, and they competed. They competed till the end. Um, I loved our confidence going into the tournament, you know, uh, going back, you know, a few days prior, and you mentioned the uh, when, when we got the at-large and we're all watching the selection show, and for me, arguably one of the best moments of my career easily. Uh, thrilled for the group. They put in all the work. They are uh, they're really accomplished and and they deserved it. And, and the committee um, selected the program and, and we were heading to Austin, the Austin, Texas regional. Um, and then we go right into you know travel mode and, and operations. How do we do this? How do we get going? How do we uh, make sure that we put the team in the best chance to be successful when they get down there. So that was, you know, the next few days after that, we flew down last Wednesday, um, had uh, testing and, and, and uh, about an hour and 15 minutes on Thursday on the field and in the facilities, really first chance for the, for the program to see the uh, University of Texas and the baseball facilities there. Fantastic experience. But from, from the, from the get-go, everyone was locked in. So, you know, we've, 
you know, look at our record. We, we belong there. It's, it's, a, it's a testament to the hard work uh, and dedication and, and the incredible moments that we've been, the, that have happened all spring. So um, loved the confidence going on. Wasn't overconfident, but it was, it was say, hey, we belong. Let's, let's do what we do best. And uh, you know, we, we went into the first game of the Arizona State and played. That was just a great baseball game. That was, uh, you know, it was, it was against a very good uh, Pac-12 team and uh under some uh, some bright lights and and we competed we competed to the end it didn't work out our way um but that didn't phase us going into saturday you know and to to not have mike russo uh you know what an incredible kid um he was uh with the program on wednesday before everybody took off and and he's just he's just he's the best he's the uh a perfect example of what a fairfield stag is all about and in, in a really, really tough break. And uh, he's just, he's a fantastic kid and, and was cheering everybody on. Um, but he, you know, as a leader, there's nobody better. And uh, he was leading from a distance. He was, he was, he was getting his teammates ready to go. Uh, and, and the team as a whole went in confident into the weekend and, and played some really good baseball all the way to the end. Yeah, that, that did. And for those that are wondering why is Zach talking about Mike Caruso, for again, those that may have not watched a uh, moment we're just following on live stats, Mike Caruso, um, situational practice on Tuesday or early in the week, gets hit by a pitch, breaks his jaw, and unfortunately he's not able to go. And Fairfield would be thinking, boy, our backstop, who is basically our heart and soul, not able to compete. It, it never set the group back. And those, Zach, those are two moments I think were kind of the key for Fairfield's success was First off, how do you bounce back after not winning a tournament in the MAC tournament that not only were you projected to win, but a lot of people had eyes on it, especially this journey that Fairfield baseball have been on this year. And then when you lose your on-field leader, um, the heart and soul of this program, how again would you respond? And I think the response really came from the first pitch of the tournament. And I know it's very cliche, but when Mike Handel goes yard on the first pitch, you're like, the nerves are settled. Who, you know, didn't even matter who was pitching that first game. Obviously, it's Trey McLaughlin. But for Trey to go out and see that, seeing that his guy's got his back, it's not a one, two, three inning against a Pac-12 team, that set the tone. And then everybody, I think, had a part to play, and everybody that knew that they're gonna, their name was going to get called at some point. And that's the the harsh reality of a NCAA baseball regional. Expect to be played, even if you are the last guy in the roster, because it's a grind to play two, three, four, maybe even five games in a short stretch. And everybody had their chance and played their part. And I think that's why another reason why this tournament was very special for the Stags outside of the fact of a couple of wins. I couldn't agree more. I think the, you know, the home run first at bat, ready to go Friday night, like that, 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 you know, everybody kind of just took a breath and said, okay, we're here. We belong. And, uh, and it was, it was just a great baseball game. And, you know, from an atmosphere perspective, you know, the, there was a lot of Texas fans that were there that night because they're, they're just, they're just diehard baseball fans. And they, uh, they were curious about us. They, they heard our name all, you know, all throughout the spring on, on different uh, platforms and through different uh, media outlets in the baseball world. And they were just curious and they saw a great baseball game and they said, okay, like, this is going to be, this is a good series. Let's uh, let's see what the weekend brings. I uh, got a lot of comments from, from folks from Texas and their fan base that said, you know, we're excited you're here. So, and, and everyone at Texas treated us really, really well throughout the entire weekend. And I, I really appreciate that, that hospitality. And I know our team did as well. That's awesome. For, for you personally, was there a moment, whether it was on the field of play 
or outside maybe it was just walking around the street someone sees a Fairfield logo and your shirt says hey I like the way that you guys are playing was there something that kind of was the favorite of the bunch for you uh I gotta say I mean the when we got the final out on Saturday for that first NCAA win and then you, it's really hard to you know, to follow up the next day and get a win against a power five program uh, a school that's got a ton of great baseball history um those two moments are incredible i mean there was there were tears there was uh people were excited everybody you know phones were ringing off the hook um social media was was incredible uh it was a great time to work in digital and social media because you you know you, you want those moments to celebrate success and uh we had two great moments to do that there so so many great moments of the past week and and week to 10 days really and and is constant reminders of why you work in the profession, why you work for these student athletes, why you work for these coaches, because um, it, it's they're just remarkable. It's the the um, the memories you you have and the way you're able to impact people. It just it's a constant reminder of just how special it's work in this industry. So a lot of a lot of really good moments, and uh, just like I said, so proud of our team. Yeah, two for me. Uh, one obviously would be the Justin Guerrero three run shot against ASU, the second game, because not only was that ball just crushed. Hopefully that ball, by the way, got back to him or maybe his parents or something like that. I, I don't know if that's something that happened, but um, I hope that did. And also the second was Matt Benuto out of all people. Mm -hmm. Again, he's now the kid that gets thrown into the situation who had caught games before and, and was the DH down the stretch of the season. I know um, the broadcasts are kind of playing up the perspective of someone who had never really played for. Well, Benuto actually gotten a lot of games and he was very comfortable in the situation of getting at bats, maybe not so much of, seeing a Trey McLaughlin who he didn't catch it all really this season or you know getting Oviello out there and a winner go home situation but all he does is go six for 13 with three runs driven in hits in all four games I mean obviously this Fairfield team they've got a lot of upperclassmen but there's a lot of players that are going to be coming back just because they're juniors sophomores and freshmen my goodness a confidence boost for Matt Venuto out of mm -hmm. all well having a great week that he did I'm glad you brought up both those individuals because they're they're worth uh, calling out and recognizing. So Justin Guerrera, uh, very good series, incredible moment hit with that home run. The ball is absolutely crushed. I mean, the place went crazy, um, and I you know I think he was deserving of all tournament team recognition based on the week that he had. Is is always just so consistent, uh, and then Venuto coming in right. You know, your name gets called to your to your point earlier about, you know, next man up. Right. We face some adversity. Um, your your name gets called and he did a great job all all weekend and uh, behind the dish and at the plate. And he had some big hits and big moments. Uh, he was able to, to handle the pitching staff and do a really good job with that. And that's a testament to the culture of the baseball program. You know, we've, we had a lot of depth all year and, and we were lucky to do that. And especially in the format of, of how we were playing games. Um, but when it's tournament time, you never know how it's going to go. And uh, his name was called. He did a great job. I'm incredibly proud of him. Um, he deserves the recognition that he's getting. Uh, and he's got a bright, bright future with us. Depth, by the way, is a very interesting mark that I didn't think we'd be talking about on Sunday in terms of not just the team, but the coaching staff where Bill Courier all of a sudden has to fly out for his son's wedding on Saturday and misses mm -hmm. the team's first ever NCAA tournament win. But then 
I love that timeline that ESPN put out. Obviously, I know you guys had a big hand in making sure all the times to the second were correct. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to our coaching staff as well. Having to kind of, I know they probably, they knew this was coming, but um, when all of a sudden I'm working for another team on that Saturday in, in completely different circumstances, I'm keeping an eye on the live score and I get a text from another friend saying, so what happened to your Fairfield baseball coach? I'm thinking, I'm like, oh no, he got hurt. Something happened. And then he's like, nope, he's at a wedding. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, <laughs> hey, that's, it, again, it, it is a, it's a true team sport. I would say just to add to that, to help tell the story. So the reason that he had the wedding was because the COVID double booking. So there weren't a lot of weddings last summer. This was the only date this summer that they gave them. And, uh, and, and that's what happened. Uh, and that's why it was on Saturday. Uh, we knew it was coming. We were prepared for it. Um, I love the, the work that the coaching staff put in collectively. Um, Coach Faye, Co- Coach Beckman, and Coach Sabo did a great job in preparing to be there without the, you know, without the lead guy. And they handled it with incredible maturity. Uh, the kids did incredibly well. Um, and we didn't, you know, as a person who was there, we didn't skip a beat and we, can't, we, we, we took care of business. Um, and like I said, uh, Paul and I had a lot of discussions and, and always, we were always talking back and forth and, you know, to, you know, family is first and part of our mission, uh, mission and vision is uh, a courageous and compassionate department wide family culture. That's a moment where you're at your, you're acting in that moment that you're living those, that, that value system. And, uh, you know, we were thrilled that coach career was able to get back. Uh, for the wedding and then we got him back to Austin and then we beat a power five uh, baseball program in Arizona state. So it was really cool. Um, I think I doubled as Bill's travel agent um, based on the amount of receipts that are on my desk, but you know what? It was all worth it. It's part of the ride. It's part of the story. And it's frankly, as someone who, you know, is it's, I'm a, I'm a fan as well. I, I you know, like these are the stories that you, you hear about for years Um uh, among our fan base. Um, so uh, an incredible weekend overall, but those are some of the nuts and bolts behind that process and uh, thrill for coach career and, and the program. Yeah, it's awesome. Kind of lastly, and we, we've obviously summarized a bit about how just how much of a ride this year has been for Fairfield baseball. But the thing that I always enjoy and you being a baseball guy yourself, I think you can kind of allude to this a little bit how truthful it is that the NCAA baseball tournament, there's still that kind of romance of the tournament, right? Where you have, it doesn't matter what school you are, what school, where you're located. I mean, you've got a lot of teams that can put out good competition on a given day. Um, I think there were what, eight teams out in the Northeast that proved Mm -hmm. themselves well in this tournament. Shout out, of course, to the team that did win the Mac and Ryder who competed hard. They had Alabama, kind of on the ropes late in that elimination game. He had um, NJIT go to Arkansas, the, the school that kind of was hoping that they'd play Fairfield, but they get NJIT and you got Tech going down, winning a game in Fayetteville. You've got UConn winning, Central playing hard. Um, it proves a point that, again, it doesn't matter where you're located, every school has as good of a chance to make a run in NCAA baseball. And this year, once again, whether it's Fairfield or the other schools I mentioned, proved it. Yeah, I agree. It was a, a really, you know, it was good to see a lot of Northeast teams in, in the tournament. Um, 
was following along obviously with these other programs from around here that uh you know had been deployed all over the country for these regionals uh some strong showings and and, and shows that you know the future's bright there's going to be some good baseball uh in in the years to come in the northeast and and we'll see that in a, either a conference or non-conference slate uh, up in the region and then want to continue to have really strong showings in the ncaa tournament absolutely so that's going to kind of do it for this wrap up of the Fairfield baseball trip down to Austin, being in the regional, just outstanding job by everybody involved. Great to see that the story got to get the end that I think it deserved. Yes, it wasn't the best finish in terms of the last game, but getting to an NCAA tournament, getting a couple of wins, getting a lot of respect, I think, and it was re deserved respect for this team. And you don't write this stuff up. And I think it was really well written in the last line of the final release where there are really no words to kind of describe any further how this season, but as you said, the stories are just going to tell itself for five, 10, 20 years to come, whether it was a fan that was sitting out in right field on one of those early games and maybe catching one of those six homers that Fairfield hit in game two against Canisius back on March the 20th, or it was going down to Texas and watching the Stags play. So that, that kind of does it for this, but, this also ends this year as well. And obviously this year has been a challenge on so many different levels. Um, you really take what happened from the start of the year up until the end of October, didn't have much going on or just a lot of waiting, a lot of trying to figure out what this year is going to be like. Basketball starts around Thanksgiving, but really the midpoint of February up until this past Sunday, Fairfield athletics were on the go, which is partly the reason why Drew and I launched the show is this weekly recap entity to give people kind of a quick reminder what happened because so much did happen in the span of a week which is now kind of pretty crazy to look back on retrospectively but for Zach for you uh, a lot of people I don't think really know quite the extent of what this year was like from the administration side obviously you see what happens on the field of play and I think you know Drew and I did our best to kind of talk about what happened but this year for you for Paul Schlickman or AD for our just entire administrative team this was a year unlike any other, but I'm curious to hear now maybe starting to look back at it a little bit, even though it just really ended 48 hours ago, time of recording. But what has this process been like for you? Well, that's a, that's a short question with a long answer, but <laughs> I will say it's been an incredibly challenging year. I would say the last hundred days uh have been incredible they've been really we've had a lot of great moments we've still had some tough moments in that those hundred days um I, i'm going to speak from an operation side first where uh you know we, we had a lot to do in a little bit of time and we all we, we spent several months preparing for this to make sure that we covered our programs correctly our student athletes and coaches deserve uh, an incredible game operation and incredible coverage online and incredible broadcast or everything that we do and put into um, our, our home and away coverage uh, is significant. Uh, you know, the bar for us is high internally and uh, we want to meet our fans expectations and exceed our fans expectations. Um, so to have that bar so high, to have everybody playing at once, um, to have schedules change on the fly, all those things, um, you know, it was an incredible experience for our student athletes and for our student athletes and coaches. Incredibly proud of everyone. Uh, what a ton of work to put in. A lot of uh, 
mental and physical challenges to get this get uh, everybody to compete uh, and and to succeed in the in on on the court on the field in the pool on the course uh, what have you um, an incredible effort by them and then finally for me I'd just like to say thank you I was thinking about this on the way home you know from an operations perspective this this took a village to do this right you know you take you know, our health center folks on campus and all of our campus operations and, and public safety helping us every step of the way, uh, campus and events operations, marketing and communications, uh, you know, data, everybody, you know, pick a department, they had a hand in making sure that we got back on track. And then you turn the page internally and, you know, our internal and external operations teams, thank you. Everyone did an incredible job. They I didn't hear a complaint all spring. We, we, we rolled and everyone was like, let's get this done. We miss sports. Like we can do this. We can figure this out. Let's get it done and get it done in the right fashion. You know, thank you to you. Thank you to all of our other broadcast talent that came throughout the year. Like we needed you and you were great. You, you were with us every step of the way. Um, there's just so many people to thank and I'm sure I'm going to leave somebody out. Um, but it's been a rush. You know, it's, it's, you know, we accomplished, I think a really, really successful game operations uh, process for all of our teams um, that were competing on campus and coverage, whether you played on campus or not. Um, at the same time, we we executed a Final Four in men's lacrosse. You know, kind of the convergence of of uh, you know, you get these bids years in advance. I think we got the bid in 2016, and you have, you have no idea what's going on in 2021 and 2016. So to you know, we hosted a ton of championships. Um, we covered championships home and away. We, we hosted the final four, um, an hour and change away from our campus. Uh, and then we, we ended the year, uh, with, with our baseball program going to Austin, Texas and competing on national stage, winning two games on the national stage. Um, so in a, a great ending to, um, a very, very crazy year. And what I've learned so much, I probably learned more than, uh, we can fit on this podcast, but I think at the end of the day, Fairfield University and Fairfield Athletics are poised for the future. We've got incredible student athletes, coaches, and staff that care tremendously about each other, care tremendously about the school, and we've got great days ahead. I think the big one is going to be there will be books about this. There will be maybe even a long-form podcast. I mean, I bet there's a lot of people out there, especially for the classic case, right, when you're applying for a job and you always get those as other duties as assigned. I mean, this year was the true case of you, know, you could have someone just thrown into a spot that you'd never thought would happen. And guess what is going to happen? And that, I think you were right in saying, and obviously you said I've been here for pretty much the majority of home games or just events that happen on this campus in the last four months give or take it feels like it's a lot it's not that much but it was a lot in a very short period of time but yeah there are no complaints everyone whether it was the top person or a intern that came in and helped out in a day there is no ever you know shrug the shoulders you know why do I have to do this it's, oh okay this is a cool experience right like I think that's for a lot of people and I want to get like all preachy and stuff like that but for a lot of people that are kind of maybe a little hesitant about you know not getting the, the best opportunity that you want boy a year like this really threw everything at you at once and you know came with a lot of I think great experiences as well we wouldn't be doing something like this or maybe we would be doing a weekly recap show but it wouldn't be to the extent of what we have done 
if it wasn't for this period. And I think that's the beauty of the fact that sometimes you'll learn more about yourself when your backs are against the wall. It takes a pandemic. So be it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like I said, it's a, it's a team, team first uh, mentality and all spring we got it done. And I think you're right. People racked up incredible experiences as, as our staff or student athletes and coaches. And it's going to position us really, really well for the future. I'm excited for it. Um, I know all of us are here. And like I said, great days are ahead. And uh, I'm excited to see what those days look like uh, because we've gone through a lot together as a family. And uh, it's going to position us for success in the future. I have no doubt about it. Fortunately enough, you also knocked out two birds with one stone. What your, your long form was, I usually give Drew the opportunity to have kind of like final thoughts. You knock that out. And the second would be, yeah, days ahead. I hope that you, along with the rest of your administration, gets whatever they need to finish, finish, and then get away from sports for about like four weeks because <laughs> we all need a break. But there you go. Uh, Zach, thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join me for the show. Appreciate you stepping in. And um, yeah, again, I appreciate working with you day in, day out. And I hope you get to take a break real soon because <laughs> you've been in that office way too much this year. I appreciate it, JJ. Thank you very much. Appreciate all you do. So that's going to do it for this final episode of season one of the Snag Sports Wrap podcast. Uh, Drew and I are going to be taking a break during the summer as well. We do hope to bring this to you uh, coming up season two, if you will, in the fall. So stay tuned for that. But for everyone here, for Zach, for Drew, I'm JJ signing off. Make sure to stay with us on FairfieldStags.com and all of our social media channels as we head into the summer and the 2021-22 athletic season, which funny enough, is only right around the corner. So we'll talk to you all then, but until we see each other, go Stags. <laughs>